Let me just eliminate all of the white noise for They're you. They're counting on you not understanding what this is all about. They want to create conflict. They want to create this chaos. They want you to be stupid. This is the Conservative Daily Podcast with Joe Waldman. Yeah, I'm a threat because I'm telling you what the Constitution says. And Max McGuire. The flak is the heaviest when the bomber is right above the target about to open the bomb bay doors. And now the Conservative Daily Podcast is on the air. Welcome back to another edition of the Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Max McGuire, and with us, for what seems like the first time in a while, back from his eastbound and down road trip, is Joe, Mr. Joe Oltman. Oltman. Yeah, I'm back. Sorry, I took a little time off for, for uh, Christmas. Uh, and sickness. Still got the cough. And yeah, he still got the cough. Away. You know, the, the cough that was caused by COVID when I don't have COVID. Yeah, that cough. Well, I'm almost completely better. Still lose my voice at the end of these hours, so I'm glad to have you back so I don't have to talk as much. Because <laughs> yeah. for the last couple of days, right as we hit that 50-minute mark, my voice starts going. So, uh, no, it's good to have you back. So we've covered a lot while you were out. Usually when you come back, you've got a lot you want to talk about. What well, are you seeing around the country that's that's been uh, grinding your gears? Well, pretty much everything. But, hey, Mr. Producer, can we fix the, the this real quick? Send Jake in to fix the screen. Um, yeah, so I want to start by this. So I got a, a text message on the, on the deal that the admin deleted that was from a trapezoid person that said that there was a doodle on the, the um, screenshot for 926- um, What's a trapezoid person? So this, it's his uh, Twitter handle is trapezoid. So I pro- I'm going to wow. address this because it's a nothing burger that their lawyer is making a lot out of. Um, because, frankly, they're losing. And uh, you're going to have a hard time explaining away all the things that happened in the Eric Coomer lawsuit. But um, it relates to the um, doodle on the top of a um, Google search for Eric Coomer back in September. But what they didn't realize is that that was that the screenshot that we took, that they took from that was the same, was the screenshot that was where you push a button and you can reproduce a screenshot or not screenshot, but reproduce a Google um, search um, using the advanced criteria inside of Google that shows what I actually researched back in September of 2021, or September of 2020. So, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with it. It just makes me look a little little. Um, so, my lawyer called me this morning and said, "Hey, we got to answer this thing from the lawyer." And I was like, "Okay, what what do you need to answer?" Well, the the doodle is from 1111. I was like, "Okay, well, just go back and look at the 1111 screenshot for." Um, Eric Dominion, Denver, Colorado, and it'd be really easy to figure out that it's not from 11.11. So anyway, so I had to run around for a couple hours this morning when I got back because I didn't think a whole lot of things of it. But the radical left thing seems to think that that's, this is proof that you know Joe didn't know about Eric and that there's some sort of conspiracy. I, I do have to tell you that um, after getting sick and you know spending time with my family, and kind of taking a step back from all of the fighting that's been going on 
and all the things that we face as a country, it, it's a really weird world. Like we're in the middle of a really, really strange yeah. world. And, you know, I got a chance to sit back and go, man, my life was so good. I got involved in this because I thought it was the right thing to do. You know, standing up for the, you know, standing up for what's right. You know, and, and frankly, I don't, I really don't care who the president is. I don't. I mean, many of you care who the president is, and I don't. What I care about is that most Americans, not the radicalized left that we're dealing with, most Americans just want life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. They just want to be able to take care of their family, raise their kids, have them have opportunities, watch them grow up. They don't, nobody wants to be in the middle of this. I mean, it's like a high school drama club. And it's a high school drama club on every front. You have a high school drama club on the media side. You have a high school drama club on the, on the political side. Everyone's fighting with everyone else. Everyone's got the better way to go. Ego's just flying everywhere. The media just kind of feeding the frenzy. And truth just gets left at the sidelines. And no matter how much truth comes out, they just take the truth and they bastardize it and create something that it's not. And then we're left as people just kind of picking up the pieces. So I, I just am, you know, the, the last few days of, of being sick, and I've been sick, sick, up and down, up and down with what they said was, you know, that the, you know, the Daily Beast and everything. No, nobody ever called me, by the way. They said that Joe Vaughn and myself and others, Doug the Kuzma. Bit? I'm sorry? The anthrax bit? Well, I mean, look, it's, it, if it's not an anthrax, and I never said it was anthrax, I said it could be anthrax or a derivative. But if it's not anthrax, it definitely is a derivative. I mean, if, and the fact that they can explain away that, you know, nobody attacked anyone in the green room is absolute horseshit. Let's call it what it is. It's horseshit. You know, you don't have, you don't have someone that has lesions growing all over their body and in their mouth because of COVID. You don't have the symptoms that Jovan had specifically because of COVID. You just don't. I mean, Doug Kuzma, I would use him as an example with the Frog Network, I, you know, I've met the guy several times. I think he was at the event in the, in the media rooms. I think I shook hands with him. But here's a guy that is in the hospital right now on a ventilator, got sick the Monday after the um, uh, Reawaken America tour, and nobody said that Clay Clark poisoned anyone. I don't believe Clay Clark would poison anyone. But I believe that if you think that there aren't bad actors out there trying to destroy people and trying to hurt people, then you're not, just, you're not paying attention. And so, you know, you look at Doug Kuzma. He's on a ventilator right now. He's on a ventilator. And he was on ivermectin, and he was on HCQ, and he was on all the things, the, the prophylactics. But if you hit someone with a biological attack, if you hit someone with a biological attack and they try to treat it with COVID drugs, then you're not going to get better. And it, and it had Jovan not reached out to me and told me about his symptoms, I wouldn't have called my doctor I wouldn't have gotten on the phone and said, hey, listen, I, I think we should do, do some tests. I wouldn't have known to test my blood for bacteria. I wouldn't have known to test myself for, for the flu and to make sure I could disqualify things. But Max, I took two COVID tests. Two, both negative. I took a blood test. Blood test came back with high antibodies still in my system. I took a flu, flu test. Still, no flu, and yet the amount of sickness that I felt was unbelievable. And I'm sitting here trying to figure out what it is. I got another blood test tomorrow, 
where I'm going to go in and get another blood test because I think that I think I got to figure out it's still in my system. There's got to be some way to figure it out. But had my doctor not put me on doxycycline and Cipro and given me an IV of antibiotics that were just heavy antibiotics, where would I be right now? Where would Jovan be if he wouldn't have told me about his symptoms? Same place as Doug Kuzma? I mean, Doug Kuzma is on a ventilator. And they're using it as an excuse. They're using it as a, a way to say, see, told you, ivermectin doesn't work. This is evil. Ivermectin doesn't work. Ivermectin does work in every case where it's COVID. Not when they don't test it and say, oh, it looks like COVID, smells like COVID. I talked to his assistant, Max, and I was like, listen, this is a bacterial infection. This is someone that hit him at the, at the, in the media room. I don't, I don't know what to call it. But it doesn't sound like COVID to me. Has he been taking ivermectin? Yes. He's been taking HCQ? Yes. This is all a setup to say to the American people, see, it doesn't work. Don't trust ivermectin. While people are dying in, yeah. in, in droves, I don't know, man. I just, it's, it's just evil. The whole thing is just evil. It's evil. It is. It is evil. Um, it, it really is. And when you see, I mean... Have you had a chance to look at any of the actual videos of what's happening in New York with the police officers no. dragging people out of restaurants? No. Oh, yeah. I've seen part of it. They, yeah. they just dragged a five-year-old out Yeah. for not being vaccinated. A five-year-old. Five-year-old's crying, telling the five-year-old that if he doesn't leave now voluntarily, he'll be cited for trespassing. Let's play. Because in New York City, if you are over the age of five and you do not have a covid shot you can't go inside to eat dinner we're gonna play this cup i have to run and bring my dog downstairs he got out but let's play this clip right now mr producer let's play cut one she just basically saying that she can't serve otherwise if you're not gonna patron you know you have the, uh, the card you I know, I know. but you don't have it then you have to leave and if not Wow. Scaring a child, traumatizing a child. Hope you feel good about yourself, NYPD. This is disgusting. This is gross. You guys failed us last night. You failed us last night. You all failed us. We're here for you and your kids. Disgraceful. You failed. Dragging a five-year-old. Now, was the rest of the family not have vaccine cards? or? I don't know. I don't know all the specifics. I know the five-year-old was not. So the five-year-old got removed. That's, that's apparently serve and protect. That's what passes for serve and protect these days. Threatening to arrest a five-year-old unless he vacates the premises because he cannot produce his papers. Now, th th there's a sickness here. Th this, this sickness is spreading. It is an evil that we've seen before. We hoped we'd never come back, and now it's back. These are these are Gestapo tactics. I, I, I don't, I don't know what else to say. 
Go ahead. We have a clip of someone who got arrested for going into a Burger King. Going into a Burger King. Uh, this is going to be cut for Miss Bruce, so let's play this one. Shame on you! 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 Sorry, Ms. Bruce, I didn't know he cursed in that one. It, it just gets it gets better and better as we go along. And, and the radical left literally are just justifying it with this behavior. I mean, the scary part is, Max, is that we're in a we're in a no win situation. We have a, a occupied White House by someone that took it over by coup. You have propaganda machines that have been built against the American people in order to suppress people from getting to the truth. You have the truth that's sitting on the edge. Everyone can see it. Everyone can see with their own eyes what's actually happened in our country. And then you have the radical left walking over here talking about the fact that we should have more, more communism. The communism somewhere along the line is the answer that equalizes, will equally suck across the board. You got Kamala Harris that goes on TV and says, if we don't pass, it's HR1. I told you what the biggest story is going to be. This spontaneous thing that happens on January 17th on Martin Luther King Day where they try to pass H.R. 1 and get 500,000 people from across the country that they get to organize to march on Washington to tell them you better pass H.R. 1. We are in a big, we are in a big, we are in a, we are in a very bad place right now as a country. And we're going into 2022 no better off than we were in 2021 with less answers than we had in 2021. And frankly, leadership that literally should be all taken out and, and thrown in the trash on both sides. I mean, just looking at that New York City video, I said this earlier today, I have the actual number in New York City adults, 91.7% of adults in New York have gotten at least one dose of a vaccine. So we were told herd immunity is yeah. when you get between 80 to 90% of the population having yeah. antibodies of some of some kind. New York City should be at herd immunity stage. But it's not. Except New York City is responsible for between a quarter and a third of the new cases in this country. Yeah. And they're now dragging five-year-olds out of restaurants, dragging adults out of Burger King's. This, these are these are not the actions of people who are confident that the vaccine will protect them. Well, the vaccine <laughs> is not going to protect anyone because it's not a that's vaccine. That's not well. It does provide some immunity, but the question is: okay. Is it lasting? Is it worth? Is the juice worth the squeeze? <laughs> and with the Omicron, it, it's a completely different variant. It has a different spike protein. Why don't which we go why back you're seeing to? Why, why do we have no accountability in this country? Why can we not go back to where this all started and the fact that it started with China? Why can we not call China what China is? 
They're, they're a bioterrorist. They put something out in the marketplace that literally killed millions of people. And then you have complicit governments that got involved in it and said, hey, let's build a vaccine and pay pharma companies huge amounts of money. Let's destroy Main Street America and yeah. all in the greater good of, of the people. Yeah. Let's go back to who caused it. You missed it early this morning. Kamala Harris declared that no one is, is responsible for COVID-19. It used no to be one. Trump. But now they say no one because no. otherwise they have to be responsible for everything that happened over the last year. So it's not them. They say not Trump, not even China. No one is responsible, even though it leaked or was deliberately released from that lab. And no our, one's responsible. Our own healthcare leaders in America were also funding that research in a foreign country that we were affected by. So, yeah. I, I don't I don't know how I don't know how we come back from this. You know, I said this when I was in the 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 deep rig movie and I said I don't know how we come back from this. And the further we get down the 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 street, the the worse it gets. And we're going into January of this year where again they're gonna push more propaganda down our throats. I think we are closer today to a civil war than we've ever been in the history of this country before we the first shot was fired back in the eighteen sixties. Saying Joe Biden hasn't made it better? How do, how Saying Joe Biden it? hasn't unified the country? What part of this country is unified? He's unified the country against him. Yeah. I guess that was I guess that was the little asterisk when he promised to unify the country. But what what are we gonna do when we go through what 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 are, what are we gonna do as we go through this entire and look, I I'm willing to step to the front. I'm already there. You know, my son said something to me this this week that I just. He goes, Dad, I know that you fight for what's right. I know that you're a guy that stands up for what's right. But frankly, why are you doing more for people that wouldn't do for you? Why? Why are you standing up for people that would never stand up for you? That don't have the same courage that you have. They don't have the same, you know, they, they, they just would live with whatever life threw at them. And they're okay with the country going to communism. Why are you fighting for people that don't have the courage to fight for themselves? I didn't know how to answer that for my son. I didn't know how to answer it. But it's definitely something I'm thinking about now. If we don't get rid of voting machines in 2022, there will be no presidential election in 2024. If we don't get down to looking at the actual facts of what's happening in our country and ignore are the hyperbolic statements by everyone, including myself, you know, saying stuff like uh, uh, take them to the gallows. Yeah, it's funny to talk about. But if we don't get back to a, a basic principle of accountability in this country and getting rid of these machines, which we know are corrupted, anytime that you have to hide router information or stop people from getting the information or you're fighting so hard to get people not to see what's under the covers you are literally a fraud and that is what we have in our country is a systematic fraud against the american people and if we don't get rid of that fraud and get back to just the basics the basics there'll be nothing in this country to fight for yeah well, no first midterms are in march one heart touch joe can change the world what's that no. One heart touch can change the world. That's what I'd say to you. Yeah. I mean, look, Zach, Zach chiming in with the 501c3 charity slogans. <laughs> no, I think, I mean, you're, you're right. But, but at the same time, here's, here's, what I, here's, my, here's my fear. 
my fear is as people listen to me talk, and yeah, I'm from the south side of heaven, I will literally go down. I've never seen a fight I didn't like. But I look at just the gravity of things, like how much is out there, and I know that like God's just testing us, and he's putting us on the edge of this test. But, you know, we've got to learn to stand up for a long period of time. We've got to learn to have, have stamina. We've got to learn to have courage that literally is infectious to other people. And, and that's the one thing that I, I, I see that's just, it's lacking. It's not that people don't have courage when they're, when they're sitting in front of their computer, but can we stand together in such a way that we do something collectively together so that we take back our community? And that, that's a big word, take back. Take back from what? Yeah, it means I had to go somewhere. And what I'm saying is take it back from this place of just ultimate evil where they have dictated that just the status quo of, of do whatever you want, no accountability, no consequences, that's just the way we're going to live our life. And it's destroying our nation. So I, I look at it and go, how? How can we come back from it? I don't know. I don't know how we come back from it. I just know that I'm going to keep fighting through it until we do come back from it. I'm going to do my part. And someone just said, what would Jesus do? He stood up for people who betrayed him. He stood up for all people so he would have the opportunity to be saved. You live your faith. So Tamari, that, that is true. But I just came back from four days off, and when you're sick and you're down and you're just thinking about the, just the weight of everything, and then you look at how evil technology has become, how evil the media has become, and how they lie about everything, it's just hard. It's hard to, it's hard to see past it. It's really hard to see past it. Take a moment to remind everyone this podcast is sponsored by MyPillow. Head over to MyPillow and use promo code CD21. You got some money for Christmas. People gave you some checks or some some cash. Pick up a MyPillow. The best Christmas after Christmas gift you can get. When you go to MyPillow.com, make sure you use promo code CD21. It's just as good as any of the other promo codes you see on TV. Difference being, we do get a small commission when you use CD21 as your promo code. So you get the best possible price and you help support this channel in addition to supporting Mike Lindell. So head over to MyPillow.com and use promo code CD21 to get up to 66% off on your orders. So I want to, sh- let, let, let's lighten it up a little bit because do you follow libs of TikTok, Joe? I don't. Well, they are working overtime. They're putting out tons of tweets every day, tons of videos. They're scouring through TikTok to find the craziest videos of, of liberals, either liberals taking videos of themselves or catching a liberal out in the wild in their natural environment and we've seen this before in the ocean of people in the surf wearing a mask but now the masks are back joe and they're in your local ymca swimming pool mr booster put up cut number five now i've seen everything like really <laughs> just casually the, doing the breaststroke at the speed of smell. Oh, you gotta make sure you wear your your surgical mask in the water. Your two ply surgical mask made of slightly more than toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. So the, the, I don't know. This is just I the don't know where these people the, live. I don't either. 
I wanted to I wanted to share something with you guys that I thought was interesting. Um, do we have any more TikTok videos that we want to talk about here? Or no? uh, I can pull more, but you, you can go ahead and, and and put up what you want to do. So, I was um, doing some information gathering, and I was going back and looking at court cases because I got asked to look for court cases related to election fraud dating back to 2010. And the amount of cases that are out there, Max, are unbelievable. Like, unbelievable, the cases that are out there. Like, I, I, I was looking through it and went, this can't, be, this can't be true. But it is true. Um, let me see if I can find it here. There's a lawsuit in Pennsylvania. And Mr. Producer, I'll try to... I'll try to push this over to you as well. Um, see if I can get it over to you. But this is a lawsuit from 2017 that says that the systems that were used by Dominion are some of the worst systems that you could possibly come up with. And this is in 2017. And it talks about the connection between um, uh, Dominion and Sequoia. So as I was reading this this lawsuit from 2017, I went, the things that they're talking about in this, about them being connected to the internet and all the things that they said were debunked, this is back in 2017. This is after 2016. Like they, they knew that the fraud existed way back when. It's, so when President Trump was talking about the fraud that exists and things that we're facing, he knew because these lawsuits have been going on for years. That, that's not the biggest one. There was another one that came back that dated back all the way to 2012 that was the basis behind um, Sequoia being sold prior to that for the amount of fraud related to electronic voting machines and the fact that they can be hacked. We've been talking about the fact that these election machines can be hacked for over a decade, Max. And now all of a sudden, they're safest election in U.S. history. They've used all of this to their advantage. And we're being shut down at every, every, every step while these machines are being allowed to continue servicing the public interest. You got that, Mr. We just, have to, we just have to put pressure on the county at the county level to, to not use these machines. I mean, I, I still, I, I, I've heard that a couple counties have ditched them, yeah. but I haven't heard any high-profile county not enough. Not enough. abandon these machines. All right, can we put that up, Mr. Producer? Uh, not yet. We're having a little bit of trouble trying to access it. I just put it inside of the. Uh, uh, I put it inside of the Slack channel. Hey, so the other thing that you need to know, and this is kind of a somber moment for all of us, is that John Madden died today. Football, John Madden. John Madden died today. For those of you who don't know, John Madden has has uh, just passed away which I think is kind of a sad deal. He was kind of an icon when it came to football. But he did pass away today. That's a shame. You're not a big football fan. No. I mean, I, I played Madden all through high school, the video game. Yeah. it's That's terrible. I mean, he was 85, so he, he was up there in age. But he was absolutely a, a broadcast icon. Yeah. Said he he uh, he died unexpectedly today, Tuesday morning. So here's to John Madden, 85 years old. All right, you got it. All right, let's put it up for a minute. 
Okay, so this is an amended complaint for uh, injunctive relief for in 2017. So it was filed on 2-14 of 2017. And if you go to, Mr. Producer, go to the second page, if you would. And I'm going to read some of this, the part of this, of this, that's page 11. Oh, you're flying through it. As you, as you go through and look at this case, it says things. Number two on page two says this, compounding the problem, there is no paper trail in the majority of Pennsylvania election districts. Voting machines are electoral black sites. No one permitted voters or candidates to examine them. After election day, voters are equally helpless to make sure their votes are counted. The election code requires 27,474 voters in 9,158 districts to bring notarized petitions to county boards in time for shifting divergent and secret deadlines known to no one except perhaps 67 separate county election boards. The labyrinth, and this is number four, the labyrinth incomprehensible and possibly burdensome election regime makes might make uh, Kafka proud, but for ordinary voters, it is a disaster. I mean, this is, and by the way, these systems haven't been replaced, Max. These systems haven't been replaced. I've been just checking to see what systems were or were not replaced and with what systems they would have been replaced with. And then, and then they're standing on number 19. All Pennsylvania voters have the constitutional right to make sure their votes are counted and have standing to vindicate the constitutional right. In addition, given the Pennsylvania voters, at least on paper, have a right to recount under Pennsylvania law, the U.S. Constitution makes it clear the state could not arbitrarily unreasonably procedural rules that make that right a nullity. In other words, we should be able to count votes. We should be able to do election audits. Should we not? Yeah. As you get as you go through this this uh, complaint, it gets worse, and then some of the people that that are in this, which I found absolutely just stunning, is uh, Alex Halderman. Al Alex Halderman has been in the middle of. He's the professor that is supposed to be a, an election expert. He uh, wrote an opinion against Dominion and then came out for Dominion in a totally different state, getting paid by someone to, to stand on both sides of the fence. But Alex Halderman. Um, basically goes through and says that the system that is Sequoia slash Dominion, because Sequoia has not been in, in business for nearly a decade since this, this uh, case went through, um, has basically put out systems that are fraudulent, put out systems that, that do not protect the voter's interest. And this is five years ago, Max, four years ago. And yet we sit here, mm. again, twiddling our thumbs. Thumbs. Huh. Well, what do they have? What do they have? Because <laughs> you're talking about Republican districts, Republican counties. Yeah. That that signed contracts to go with Dominion. Mm -hmm. All of this went down, and they are still keeping Dominion as their preferred vendor. What does Dominion have on these people? Because I don't think it's they have anything on the people. I think that people just they, they have, have an innate amount of trust that people are not evil. See, people trust people that they're not evil. And yet we have an underpinning of evil in our society. I mean, it, you know, the, one of the things we're going to be talking about tomorrow, and, and for everyone that doesn't know, we have a 24-hour telethon that's going on tomorrow. Or, or, you know, we're going to be on here for 24 hours. I'm going to be on here 24 hours 
doing a, a fundraiser for FEC United. And we'll have, I think we have 40 or so different guests. So I have everyone from uh, Jovan will be on here. Lynn Wood will be on here. Um, there'll be a punch, bunch of people that we'll have on the, on the show, but, um, and I'm going to do it for 24 hours straight. I'm going to do it at two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning. I wonder if I could talk for 24 hours, Mr. Producer, how do you think that's going to work? It's going to be a tough one. I think you'll do great. Yeah, we'll see. Um, but we, we, we can see what's happening, manifesting inside of our election systems. We can see it inside of our government. We can see it inside of our education systems. I mean, I, I, I don't want to even talk about what my son said is happening at his school. I'm like, son, how is, how is school going? He goes, dad, it's a joke. It's an absolute joke. We have a teacher that's on sabbatical. And so the new professor that came in to take over for that teacher just played the Zoom recordings in full for the previous year. And so is not teaching anything, is literally playing the Zoom Zooms for the previous professor who was put on sabbatical because everyone dropped her class because she's trash. I mean, how is that? And, and wow. in every class, he goes to take a class. He's in, he's in a prestigious business school. He goes to take a class. And the class is supposed to be on business intelligence, right? Analytics. And instead, they, they did not have a professor that could do that. So they just thought that they would change it and still give him credit for the class, but have him take a, a class on management skills. How does that happen in an education system that is designed to teach our children? It's manifesting everywhere, Max. I mean, how do you have a teacher put on sabbatical because no one wants to take their class and the solution is to replay the, the video recordings of her teach, of them teaching the class from last year? I mean, That's how not is even that the worst the part about it. How is that I, the solution? I, so I, I asked my son, I go, is this just, it must be just you. So he gets on the phone and he said, hey, dad, here, let me, let me grab some other friends and let you have them tell you their experience at this $60,000 a year school. And I was like, okay. So then I have a conversation with another one who, I don't care if you're an Indian professor or not, who says, yeah, uh, Mr. Oltman, we can't even understand our professor at all. And I'm an engineering student. Can't understand the professor at all. I go, well, maybe it's just you. He says, okay, let me play some of it for you. And sure as shit, Max... Sorry, Mr. Profe Mr. Producer. It, you couldn't understand him. You couldn't slow it down at half speed to understand what the professor is saying. And this is the best we have. When education has become a business, when it's become a, a political jockeying point for our children, this is the best we have. And this is why over the last three or four days, when you're sick and you have nothing but do but just read and you know, kind of have silence, you started getting into it and going, it's not hard to figure out what's going on in our country. It's evil. It's flat evil. No, Everybody has to go jump off a bridge now. Well, don't do that. Don't do that. Look, I, I want everybody to know that I don't feel like I'm, I don't feel like I'm, I, I'm, I'm voicing my frustration, right? Because frankly, you know, we're, we're at that place at the end of the year, 2021, what do, what do we get done this year? 
And we had a couple of small wins, but what did we really get done as a country? We went backwards. Joe Biden, we went Joe backwards Biden's in new every- approval rating. Did you see it? 36%. 36%. I don't know if it can go any lower. I think it, I think it, it can go a little bit lower. But I mm-hmm. think that there's still a ton of idiots out there who will vote for him no matter what. And actually, I have an image of one of the idiots that will probably vote for him no matter what. If we, if we can go ahead and put up my screen, Mr. Producer. This is one of the people that will probably vote for Joe Biden no matter what. <laughs> Hashtag oh Team Biden. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You're welcome. Where'd you get that? <laughs> mm. <laughs> I Look, found I'm, it. I'm, I'm not... I'm not... I'm not saying that we're in a hopeless position, but we went through all through 2021. And, you know, it's like, it's like going to Disneyland. And all I have to show for is this T-shirt. Like we, we're, we're, at, we're at the precipice of, of the country literally falling apart. I think people are taking a deep breath right now through Christmas because they want to celebrate the birth of Jesus and they want to have a little bit of peace. But what happens when that all wears off, Max, and we get into the first, right? They're already saying that they're canceling the, the, the New Year's Deal. We're canceling all that. Mm-hmm. New Year's is no longer anything. Can't have anything for New Year's. For the common cold. Common cold. The common cold were basically 50, 60% of the people that are going to the hospitals that are dying right now all have the vaccine. Well, no one's dying yet. And knock on wood, I guess. No one's dying from this Omicron variant. It's it's like it's it's the common it makes cold. Makes you sleepy. Yeah. And 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 you go to you look in, I've said this earlier, you look in a state like Vermont. The vast majority of the people who are being hospitalized for COVID-19 are asymptomatic. Yeah. And they just did a, a self-test at home and are concerned. And they say they're in an at-risk age group, so they want to go in. So, like, th- those hospitals are full of, of admitted patients who don't need to be there. Just, it's insane. Okay. Yeah, so, again, I'm going to get back to what the answer is, right? What is the answer? What is the answer going into 2022? What is our 2022 resolution? What is it? We, we, we watched the American people vote against tyranny, vote against communism in Virginia. And they barely squeaked by a win for a Republican candidate, but it can arguably be said that they wanted him to win anyway. Again, trying to make it look like the country is 50-50. This country is not 50-50. 50% of this country does not believe in a communist ideology or, or a socialist ideology. That is not true. That is not true. They're creating something that's not there. So even when people get out and they vote and they do the things they're supposed to, they barely squeak by a win and make it seem like 50% of the country is flat freaking crazy. That's where we're at. So how, how do we get rid of that? How do we get to the place where people can go vote? How do we get to the place where, frankly, we should have open season, everyone should vote by mail, maybe just use your cell phone and text in your answer. That's really secure. How do we get to no, that? Just do a, a game of telephone. You know, you know, like the schoolyard game where everyone lines up, whisper in their ear? Yeah. And you go down the line, and by the time you get to the end, it's nothing like what you said. That's how we should vote. Just vote by telephone. I mean, why not? Why not? I mean, I, and again, th- this is the part that I just have trouble with is that what, what's the answer? Because the only answer I know of is to get rid of Dominion voting systems, ESNS, Hart, uh, Diebolt, all of them. Just get rid of them. And you know what? L- let's say that we're wrong. But we're not wrong. Our eyes did not deceive us. 
in every single audit we've done, and all of the math shows us that they're, sto- they're stealing elections. The algorithms that we broke, we were able to predict it, shows that the elections were stolen. But let's hypothetically say that we do it. We go to dip your finger in ink, every man, one man, one vote, one woman, one vote, and let's say it comes back and it shows 50-50. Well, I'll, I'll eat crow, but it won't happen. And the more that they fight against just the, the basic principles of integrity in our country should show you they don't want accountability. They don't want this country to hold kids accountable, adults accountable. They want crime to be everywhere because it's chaos and there's opportunity to steal from you in chaos. They've had 50 years. Max, how often, how long have they been running these psyops and trying to learn as a government inside the government? How many have been running psyops on the people in our, in our nation? 50 years, 70 years, longer than that. I mean, you, you go back to the turn of the 20th century when when you start seeing real. Yeah. Right? They've been running these, sh- these these shenanigans on us for 100 years. They've been lying to us for 100 years. Did, did we expect it was going to be any different? Did we expect did we expect that right now they're going to do the right thing? They have never done the right thing. And we're starting to figure out that the people that run the country are probably not the people that run the country. And there's probably global interests that have been put in this play and that they're playing things out the way they want to play things out. And we sit back and we become the useful idiots for them. Yeah, bring out the truth. Bring out the truth. No, don't worry about it, Joe. You're going to bring out the truth, and nobody's going to gravitate towards that truth. They're going to, they're going to tout education. Get the hell out of here. What education? What education? You know, you know what I learned by reading Jill Biden's uh, uh, doctorate thesis? Oh yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I learned? The everybody want to know what I learned? College, inner city community college. You know what? Do you know what I learned? Not no, a I, damn I thing. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. I didn't learn anything. I love to read. I was like, I'm going to read it. Not no, only it is it dumber. unarticulate, dumber but it doesn't follow it. any sort of common sense or logic. None. Now, granted, that's most of the doctorate thesis in this country. Just so you know. Most of them have been proven to be bunk. True story. No, we read we read her thesis on the air one day, and YouTube took it down. Took down, didn't violate the terms of service. Whoever was at YouTube didn't like that we that I was uh, calling it what it was, a load of crap. But no, yeah. you you cannot you cannot insult Doctor Jill Biden. No, that's one of those theses that you read them, and you're dumber for having read it. And you walk out and you're like, whoa, oh. wish I didn't do that. <laughs> but, but that's my point. My point is, is that what difference does it make? I mean, my son basically told me, Dad, I'm, I'm not learning anything. I'm in my last year, and the last two years have been total crap. And I was like, you need to show me, the, show me your work. And one of my friends said, just go get the syllabus. So I did. I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run through it. And I promise you, if my son took one class that does not produce, that does not give him the ability to get out of school with, with some sort of higher education, I want all my money back. I want it all back. And frankly, I'll sue for it. 
I mean, this is absurd. I'm talking about a, a major university that my son goes to. And they treat the education experience as if it doesn't matter. It's just money. Go fill an EBIT. Throw this professor in there. Have him teach off of a Zoom call. It's a joke. And it's become more of a joke. But look at what's happened with our primary education and, and, and high school education. I mean, it's a joke there. In an inner city environment, the average kid graduates with a fifth grade reading level, at a fifth grade reading level, and a fourth grade math level. That's in a Democrat-controlled environment. I mean, imagine that, that you could only read at a fifth grade reading level. Yeah. Anybody? Well, I mean, you, you look at, we, we talk on this show all the time about the greatest generation, the men who stormed the beaches of Normandy. I think you'd be shocked to know just how many of those men could barely read at a fifth grade reading level. It was different times. I mean, that never used to mean that you were going to have an unsuccessful life. There are plenty of people who were able to raise families, make a name for themselves, build a business, and you put a book in front of them and, and it's like trying to watch a kindergartner read. It's like that scene from Billy Madison where he's stuttering. It, it never used to be like that. I mean, it's not just the inability to read. Obviously, that's a big part of it. But you look at culturally what kids, what teenagers are being taught to, dr to drift towards. It, it, it's a completely different animal. It is. I mean, I've, I've, known, I've known people who were, who were in that generation. And they could barely read. If you gave them a menu, they could barely read it. But they owned a business. They raised a family. Yeah, look, I, I don't, I, I'm not, and again, I, I feel like I'm, I'm sending people off a cliff, but I'm just trying to wake you up to the realization that, yeah, we're winning, but we're winning at what rate? At what rate? If we don't draw a line in the sand, Max, at what rate? On the education side specifically, let's talk about education. Uh, you, you said that they could actually survive without reading. They, they can't today. Not they today, can't. it's hard. You, you, you could, you, it used to be, 50 years ago, 60 years ago, you could build something with your hands. You could build a business. You didn't have every regulation in the world. You didn't have 52 cents on every dollar that went to the government. You didn't have just egregious tax structures and, and rent factors and all the things that are put in front of you. And then them breathing down your necks, they need to pay your people more. You didn't have that. You had an equalization that had happened in our environment where people understood that when you went to go get a job at, at McDonald's, it was a starter job. It was never meant to be a career. Yeah. And if it was, you're moving up through the structure and people are coming in at that entry-level environment. Now they don't want entry-level. They're destroying the fiber of our nation by destroying just the basic parameters of education. And they think that they can do it better than, than parents can. They, they own their parents. I mean, look, you have two young kids. I, I mean, I feel for you. Yeah. I, I look at it and go, I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know what you're going to do. I feel like you're set up to fail if you don't homeschool them. And if you, and if you send them to school, you know, it's a, it's a crapshoot on whether or not you get teachers that are activists that want to turn them against you. Yeah. Well, you got, you got to play, you got to be playing a, a big role in your kid's education. Gone are the days 
where you can just send your kid to school and trust that your the school will teach them the right thing. I mean, while you were gone, I played a couple videos of liberals bragging about how they are grooming kids as young as preschool children. Yeah. To, to, to think that just homosexuality, transgenderism, that it's just it's normal and, and, and tricking them into thinking that they are transgender happening as young as preschool. And, and liberals are bragging about it, bragging about oh. confusing a kindergartner that they just changed their pronouns. Kindergartner has no idea what they're talking about. Kindergartner just wants to go color or play with Play-Doh or run outside and play games. And now, now they're being forced to, to digest that nonsense. No, you cannot just send your kid to whatever school, whether it's public school, private school. You can't not just you cannot just send your kid to school and trust that the people who are who are responsible with educating your kids are going to do a good job. You have to you have to play a role in it. You have to be hands on, and that's going to require parents to learn math, to relearn math, to help teach them math, to relearn science. Right? You're, I mean, at that point, you might as well be homeschooling. Well, I think that's I think that's where we're at, right? I mean, I think that I think we're just at a place right now where we have to we recognize that there's there's an evil factor in our nation. It's evil. Like it's 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 you can see it. You can cut it with a knife. And I agree with you, Max. Learning math again. I love math. So that's you know, I I'm good at that. Now learning science, ah. I'd fall asleep on it. I just never been much for it. But history, teaching your kids history about is the history. big one. History is the big one because that, like the periodic table, doesn't change except for when, when they discover or create new elements. Right. Right. Like, <laughs> like, like hydrogen is still in the same spot as the, on the periodic table as it's always been. History is where they change it. Social studies yeah. is where they change it. That's where that's where they slip things in, and they teach the falsehoods, and they're doing it, Joe, as low as preschool. Yeah. And and this is the part where I I I fear for the kids coming up, and I fear for the fact I tell people, look, I I don't want I will never promote violence, I will never advocate for violence, I don't think violence is the answer until we're at war. And when we're at war, violence is the answer because that is the 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 thing that people recognize in war. Is it now it's by force. We tried by, to be nice. It didn't work. Now we take it by force. But I don't advocate for violence. But I grow tired of us sitting here watching what's happening to our country, and we stay silent while the radical element just starts building more and more on their ideology. We don't take a foothold. And when we do, we get radical DAs that want to come arrest people, or we get what happened to the January 6th prisoners who are being charged for, for frankly— for being Americans. Well, I know, I know you're talking in the loose we because we don't stay silent. This is a talk show. Oh, we don't <laughs> so yeah. we don't stay silent. And, and listen, it, it's easy to look around and to feel like we've barely moved the needle. But realize we are going into 2022 and not a single piece of Joe Biden's agenda has passed. Other than the COVID spending, which they probably would have passed whoever won in different levels. Not a single piece of Joe Biden's agenda has passed. Nothing. No and gun that, control. No immigration. And that's None why of we're, it. Head, we're heading into 2022. And it'll either be a very, 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 very dark 2022. 
where it'll be a very, very light 22. And I'm a, I, you know, I was talking today, I'm an optimist. I, I want to look forward to 2022 and say, maybe we get back to sensibility, but they, they've broken so much, Max. I mean, they broke our education system. And, and I know because we went and got a bunch of people to run for office, 53 of them, 52 of them got, got elected through the FEC initiatives. And they write all sorts of crazy stuff about me now. First of all, it's, it's anthrax is not a, a real thing, and we weren't attacked. And I'm like, I, I don't even know how you could do that without talking to me or talking to my doctor, because my doctor definitely treated me for a bio-attack. But you, you have all sorts of crazy stuff being said about us, and nobody's saying anything about what they're doing to our children. They're just not. They're not. They're not. Yeah. No, I mean this is a this is a fight, and yeah, I know. As I said, that it, it feels like we're just getting attacked on all sides. But realize, we are winning these fights. It's it's a slow fight, and that's why they're coming at us from all directions. They're hoping to overload us, and and hoping that we can't f- fight a multi front war. Well, we but can't I mean, fight if, a multi front war me, if we don't. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. If you would have told me in January that the Loudoun County School Board was going to be removed right that Loudoun County was going to flip back to red I never would have believed you Joe Loudoun County a couple of years ago elected as one of their commissioners the woman who was out jogging and flipped the middle finger to Trump's motorcade yeah she won a, a county elected win, seat she didn't win she did originally oh she in, won in because County. of fraudulent machines yeah but she won and and so well, fine one we went from a county that looks like that to now even with the machines flipping back the other direction right so we we are winning these fights it, it is not as fast as we would like right but that's part of this part of part of this is eternal vigilance like like we have to always fight the, the left they only have to win once right they only have to pass gun control once they only have to pass immigration once they only have to pass their green new deal once we have to fight every single time and never let down our guard well, and I think that's, yeah, what it, that's what I'm trying to get to is 2022 is a, is a year of action. And I see a lot of pundits on both sides, a lot of pundits on our side that said they stand for election integrity. They stand for education integrity. They stand for our children. I don't see anybody standing for shit. I'm going to just say it. I don't see people standing. I see people talking. I don't see anyone. I don't see anyone at the front of the line saying, here's what we're going to do to take back our nation. I don't see any unity. I don't see anybody that's actually doing something. I just don't. I don't see it. I see a lot of talk and not a lot of action. And I see more bullshit in the middle of it than I could just care to fathom. I just can't. And now experts that aren't experts are now experts. And people that should be experts are stepping back going, I'm not going to get in the kangaroo court anymore. And frankly, that's what it gets down to is that there's just a lack of leadership. All the way around the around the thing, there's a lack of leadership and there's a lack of personal integrity to stand up for the people in our community. It just doesn't exist. It's all politics. It's all lies. It's all jockeying. It's playing chess. Yeah. So, but I, but I'm not bitter at all. But no, but but don't, <laughs> don't let it don't let it be don't let yourself be discouraged, right? Because I'm not discouraged. It, it wasn't an accident. It wasn't an accident that Joe Biden went his first year without passing anything. Right. Right. We and other organizations like us fought that fight. People watching this show, if you've participated in the different campaigns we've run, you have accomplished this. Obviously, we're not going to rest on our laurels because the fight's not over, not by a long shot. But there are somewhere close to two dozen House Democrats who have already announced their retirement 
Yeah. Right. They, they see that writing on the wall. I mean, they're just giving up. They would rather retire than run for reelection and realize they wouldn't have to spend one cent of their money to run for reelection. It's not like they'd have to dip into their own bank accounts. Right. There'd be PACs willing to push them across the finish line if they wanted. Right. No, these are people who don't want who don't want to be embarrassed come next November when they get literally destroyed at the polls. They're going to be destroyed at the polls and you're going to see the same thing happen. Look, all the polls, we ran a poll before on people that were that were against the lockdowns. And 91% or something ridiculous like that came back and said, "Yeah, this this lockdown is stupid." And then the poll that they came out in the media was, "Oh, 50% of people don't think that the lockdown's a good idea, and 50% think it's a great idea." And I'm thinking to myself, "Where?" So, Max, the polls for uh, for Yunkin was 62%. He won by a point and a half. Yeah, because of, because of the uh, the mail-in ballots. About stuff, they cheat. About harvesting, they no because the system is designed three ballot, three votes, seven votes. I have a thousand here and a thousand here. It's no longer seventy thirty. Now it's fifty fifty. They are literally. That's why they don't want to do audits. They don't want to do audits. You know why they don't want to do audits? They don't want us to get to the bottom of it. They don't want to release the routers in in Maricopa because they don't want to get us to the bottom of it. They they want to tell us that we don't know what we're talking about when it comes to system architecture in. Antrim County. They don't want to tell us that we understand what's happening in Fulton County, Pennsylvania. But finally, we're going to get to look under the hood. Everywhere we go, we run into resistance where they won't let you get to all of the data because they want to make it incomplete so that you can say, ah, well, maybe there's a chance it's not fraudulent. We're dealing in a fraudulent country with a bunch of frauds and a bunch of people who are corrupt that are trying to steal the way of life for the American people. It's pretty simple. It's not hard to see. It's not. It isn't. I'm just saying, don't be discouraged. Don't yeah, let it I'm get to you. I'm still because in this is a fight. This is a fight that is not over, but we're not losing this fight. We are winning this fight. The momentum is on our side. It is. I mean, yesterday, Joe Biden said he admitted that there is no federal um, solution to COVID-19. I mean, he, he's running scared. He promised he was going to shut down the virus and he didn't do crap. He didn't do anything. Right. So these he's are still not trying the to action. put vaccine mandates in place while he's saying that he's still trying oh, to put is. vaccine mandates in place. And see, this is what they do. They lie and say, oh, maybe they'll just take the foot off the gas now. And they'll leave us alone. But that's not what they're doing. That's not what they're doing. Yeah. See, so the virus is supposed to get. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. No, go ahead. Wrap it up. I'll give you the, the final word. No, no. The virus is supposed to get less deadly, not more deadly. But it's more deadly because yeah. of how they're actually. They're, they're servicing the, the, the virus. Yeah. Well, we are out of time. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. We are, we are out of time. It's good to be back. Sorry. Go ahead. F- finish your last talk. It's good to be back. I don't want to cut you off. It's good to be back. Good to be back. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Well, that's it for this episode of the Conservative Daily Podcast. If you like the podcast, you got to check out all the links in our description. Follow us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, and Audible. Um, we had more audio downloads in December than any month before. So if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe there. And if you can, do it on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. There's some trolls who have left us some one-star reviews, and we need your help with five-star reviews so we can climb back up in the rankings. We go live at 11 a.m. Eastern. 
at 7 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. So tune in for that. And if you're one of the Facebook refugees missing those really convenient Facebook notifications, sign up for our text system. Text the word freedom to 89517. You'll get a message telling you what we're talking about and then how, when, and where you can watch. So that's going to be it for this edition of the podcast. My name is Max McGuire. My name is Joe Oltman. I'll see you tomorrow. Remember, everyone, the, see you tomorrow. And the fight to take back our country, as we were just talking about, isn't over. But the only way we win is if we all stamp and fight together.